ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Clashing in Traffic. My name is Catfish. I'm your host for today. So why don't y'all hop on in, buckle up. It's time to go play in some traffic. Guys, thank you for riding along with me on my commute today as I head on into the office. Today being Tuesday, February 1st. 2022, and I am happy that I actually remembered the proper year. At least I'm, I'm hoping 2022, right? Somebody correct me. I hope I'm, I hope I'm right there, because uh, I, you know, it, it, we're, we're now our month into this new year, and you know, thankfully I don't have to write any actual physical checks anymore. But I, I tell you what, I still am having trouble getting used to the fact that it is now 2022, and it's February 1st, guys. That means a new gold pass. New season, new challenges, new events, and everything going on in Clash of Clans. Uh, you know, I I have not even really reviewed the prizes, the prizes, the rewards that we have from this month's Gold Pass. Uh, I figured that most of them are probably just going to gems on my main account, and that's the only account that actually gets a Gold Pass because the rest of my accounts are free to play, and the main account's maxed out, so there's nothing there that I really need. Uh, the only magic item that I'm missing is a book of everything. And I think I have 19 wall rings. And I did see that there are seven wall rings in this month's gold pass. So that'll that'll fill that up. All the rest of the stuff is going to go to gems. So at the end of this month, hopefully I'll be able to, maybe I'll hold on to everything and see how many gems we're able to get once I finally max out this, this month's season challenges, which should happen... Oh, in about three weeks, because usually it's that first day of the third week when I'm able to max out and claim all of the rewards from the gold pass. Uh, hopefully you guys do too. Uh, that's that's one of my, my priorities when I get into Clash every day is look and see what challenges are available to me and then try to knock as many of them out as I possibly can so that I can get that gold pass stuff knocked out very quickly. Now, along with this, guys, there was a... A trailer like Supercell puts out, like Clash of Clans puts out on their on their YouTube channel, and it, it's in game, and they tweeted it out. There's a little trailer about the new skins that are available, the new packs, the Lunar New Year stuff that's going on, and people are kind of freaking out about the things that were in this base. Now, one of the things that somebody saw in the base was that there are two of the Master Builder huts in a home village. So does that mean we're going to get get a seventh builder over in the home village? Is that really a sneak peek? Oh my goodness, guys. Are we going to get a seventh builder? Well, I don't know. I'm not going to say we're not, but it's not going to be in February. Supercell doesn't do updates in, in February. Now, we might have something coming with this big, whatever the, the game-changing thing is, this massive update that they've been working on for a year and a half. Maybe there's something there where we're going to have another ability to bring over auto from the builder base because we're not going to get any you know new builder base content yet. So on a lot of us that are sitting at Town Hall 14, we've got you know the builder base completely maxed out. So auto is just sitting there doing absolutely nothing except farming up a couple gems by clearing out obstacles. But here, let me let me let me look at something here real quick, guys. There were some other things that were very odd in that base and in, in that video there's one base where people are seeing five expos oh my goodness five expos are we going to get a fifth expo well let's take a closer look at this base if you pull that base up you're going to see that there are 10 archer towers 
three mortars, five expos, six cannons, and no archer queen? Okay, what on earth could that possibly mean? What, what are those things, what could they mean? Well, let me give you my thoughts on it. That's complete and total conjecture. And it, it's absolutely not going to be true. But, you know, weirder things have happened. Like when they trolled us on April 1st last year with putting pets into the game. And everybody was like, ha ha, good April Fool's joke, Supercell. And then it came out to be true. Well, what do I think about 10 Archer Towers and 3 Mortars? Guys... I think that's telling us when Town Hall 15 is coming out. I think it's going to be after the World Championships, which was announced last week that the World Championships are actually moving earlier in the year. They're not going to be in December like they have the last couple years. They're going to be at the end of September. And I think that 10 Archer Towers and 3 Mortars means that October 3rd is when we are going to see Town Hall 15. Now, I think before that happens, we're going to see five Expos. I mean, five levels of Heroes that are gonna, we're gonna get added to Town Hall 14. And before that happens, I think potentially we're gonna see six cannons. I mean, level six witches. That's what I think we're gonna see, right? So 10 Archer Towers, three mortars, that's, that's October 3rd. But before that time, five Expos is five hero levels, three, not three mortars, we already talked about that one, six cannons being level six witches. But what about the new Archer Queen? There's no Archer Queen on that base. Guys, I think that's telling us Town Hall 15 is not getting a new hero. I know we all think that, oh, there's this pattern where because every single time there's an odd number Town Hall, we get a new hero. Well, it's been said by Darian, it's been said by some of the other Supercell employees in the past that they're not going to just add a new hero because they... The community thinks they need to add a new hero. They would only add a new hero if there was value added and if it wasn't a detraction to the game. I think that we're not going to get a hero at Town Hall 15. That's there, There's going to be something different, right? There's going to be something big. They always come up with something cool. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say no hero at Town Hall 15. And I think the clue here is the fact that there's no Archer Queen on this base. Now, all of that is reading into one quick little picture of some dev build base way too much. And there's a whole bunch of other things that are off if you look at that base. They've got way too many of the special obstacles that can actually spawn. Guys, we don't need to read into stuff too much. But at the same time, it's kind of fun, right? If we didn't, if we didn't have the ability to look over these things and find weird stuff that stood out to us, then we'd all get bored with the game, right? So there, there's Catfish's way too early predictions on what is going to happen in the future. And I, I hope that, uh, that maybe some of it will come true. So mark it now that on February 1st, 2022, I made these bold predictions. I am always wrong, so none of them are going to be right. But that's fine. We can all debate about it. We can all talk about it in the Discord servers. If you have any other crazy off-the-wall ideas... Hit me up, guys. I've got this That's Bananas channel in the Discord server that started off as, you know, supposed to be some fanfic about where the stinking bananas came from. And if somebody wants to add on or improve upon the story that Tip told us, feel free to do that. But I kind of also have that channel there for just some crazy off-the-wall ideas. And if you've got some of those, 
maybe way too early predictions, maybe, I don't know, whatever else it could possibly be that you've got floating around in your brain, drop them in there. Let's debate them. Let's discuss them. Let's just have some fun while we're working on upgrading our base in this favorite game of ours that we love to, to play. Now, I do want to thank Peter from the Pineapples and Thorns uh, the podcast. Uh, he gave me a little bit of a shout out in the latest episode of their podcast this week. And guys, I, I loved it. Y'all, y'all did a fantastic job with your episode. I loved some of the breakdown of things and you guys also highlighting some of the, the account security issues. And that's where, where Peter gave me a shout out. So I appreciate that. And some of your, your wish list for, you know, things coming up in the updates. Uh, I, I am, I have some very similar wishes and honestly, uh, Kat, you hit the nail on the head. Her wish was to have some ability to either give names to or write notes on your saved bases. So we've all got those base slots, right? You've got your your three home village slots and then your three free war slots that you get. And then you can purchase up to three more war slots. So some of us have nine slots available and we can't put any names on them. When, when Supercell, oh man, several months ago on Reddit, they put out a call for quality of life suggestions, and that was actually one of my suggestions. I went in there and typed out a thing about either putting names or at least being able to put some comments or something on those base slots so that my, my thing that I want is so that I can write down, write down so I can type out what should be in the CC? That is how I name my war, my war armies. That's how I name my quick train armies is based on what goes in the CC so that I, I never forget what's supposed to be in there. And I would love to do the same thing for those base slots. So yeah, Kat, you, you hit the nail on the head with that one. I would love to see that get put into the game uh, very soon. It should be an easy thing to put in too. I don't know that there should be too much coding that would be involved because they've already... You know, they've already got the, the, the quick train slots there, and it, it should not be that much different for the bases that we have saved. Uh, so it, that, that could be an easy fix. So hopefully that'll be one of the things that we see get added at some point in the near future. Uh, but I, I love it. And, and the, the, the rest of you guys, I loved, I loved the, you know, many of the suggestions that you guys also had. And hopefully we'll, we'll see those come out very soon. Now... Continuing on with that account security stuff, uh, Pineapples and Thorns hit on it again this week. The guys over on Reddit have been hitting it pretty hard. And folks, we actually got a little bit of a reaction. We had Darian actually post something on Reddit just a few hours ago, kind of acknowledging the, the what's going on with the community. We've, me on this this podcast for the last couple months, I have been talking about the security of accounts. Anybody that's listening today has listened to me rant on and on uh, over the last couple months about account security. That there are just things that are happening that shouldn't be. It's become way too easy to go in and steal somebody's account, and it's become way too hard for actual account owners. To recover their accounts and not get banned uh, on on another account, right? It's 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 running rampant, and folks have been 
posting in the subreddit. Folks have been complaining in Discord servers. Folks have been reaching out to Supercell support. And finally, we're getting a little bit of acknowledgement from Supercell on, on what's going on. So let me read this here from Darian. So on the r slash Clash of Clans subreddit, Darian says, and this is the title here of his post, regarding account security, scams, phishing, social engineering, etc. Hey everyone, over the past weeks, we've been seeing and hearing your reports regarding the current wave of account security concerns and issues that have been painstakingly shared on here and our other social media platforms. First, let me assure you that we have been reading and investigating each and every one of these reports, and that our silence on the matter isn't from a lack of concern or any kind of complacency behind the scenes. As a rule, we try not to publicly state what we're investigating in order to not give malicious parties any kind of clue as to what we are specifically targeting. However, we also understand that this can leave everyone feeling ignored or isolated without resolution, and that has never been our intention. So I wanted to convey the following. We acknowledge our support system is not 100% perfect. With any account security system where there is human interaction, social engineering is almost always one of the biggest vulnerabilities. But we are always looking out for any systemic flaws to improve this and reduce potential weaknesses. Scammers, fishers, social engineers are always improving their methods. As the saying goes, when you build a better mousetrap, the universe will always build a better mouse. What we mean by this is that catching and preventing these kinds of malicious parties is always a constant state of pursuit. When we make improvements, scammers will improve their methods to find other vulnerabilities. Rinse and repeat, see bullet point number one. As I said, we've been reading your posts here, so again, I assure you, silence is not the same as complacency. We are constantly investigating these issues, and we will continue to investigate them as they are posted. I share all of these links with our anti-fraud specialists for further investigation. Thank you for sharing your reports as they have alerted us to ways we can help reduce and mitigate these kinds of malicious attacks on player accounts. There is still quite a bit of work ahead of us and we'll always do what we can to increase account security and we are optimistic that we'll add improvements in the near future. As it currently stands, there are many of you and only one of me. There are many agents investigating these reports, but only one Darian who is posting here. Please understand I am not saying that as an excuse, just offering perspective that I can understand why it may feel like we're turning a blind eye to the issue, and I truly wish I can look into each and every one of these personally, and for that I apologize for not being able to serve the community in that manner. We're still looking into how we can more effectively respond here without the subsequent replies turning into a deluge of other people jumping in as well. Additionally, trying to filter out someone who has genuinely scammed from someone who sells their account, then tries to reclaim it, resulting in numerous ownership disputes, or someone who gave access to a friend and is now fighting over who gets to use it, are topics that take time as we review the available evidence in our game logs. Given the sense of urgency and panic when a player experiences these issues, we understand it can feel like things aren't moving fast enough to resolve and protect players from these attacks, and we hope we can address these concerns as we make improvements, not just to the accounts, but also how support addresses these concerns as well. And that is the end of Darian's post about account security. Guys, I, 
I like what Darian has to say. And some say that it sounds like it could be just lip service. And it, it could be, but I, I really, I don't think so. I know that account security, that account protection and management is a massive job. And that job is not Darian's. He's a community manager. So he is having to just relay things between the development team, the security team, the anti-fraud team, everybody else at Supercell and the community that loves the game. So he's, he's, he's right when he says there's only one of him. He's the one that's, that's, that is tasked with talking with the community and it can be difficult at times. Now, as a cybersecurity expert, I know that there are a lot of obstacles to overcome when it comes to this. Now, there are already existing industry standards that have been developed and have been in use, and it should not be reinventing the wheel to enact some of those industry standards to help improve things. The, the, one, the one request, the one suggestion that, that we've seen floated around a lot is simply that email that says, hey, somebody's trying to recover your account. If this isn't you, then click here. That would be an easy thing, because if you click on that link in an email that you got, then that should stop the recovery process, because that's where a lot of these accounts are getting stolen, is they will contact Supercell Support to recover an account that really isn't theirs. And that's that's where some of these things stem from. So if you do get one of these emails, then you should be able to click on it and say, hey, that's not me. Just like when somebody tries to reset your password at your bank or when somebody tries to do something to your Gmail account, you get that email that asks you, was this really you? That's something that I think could help quite a bit. And it's not that difficult to enact, but it does take time. And we know that the development team is busy working on stuff. And the development team is a completely separate team from Supercell ID. And that is where the security stuff all lies is in Supercell ID. Now, it does, it takes a lot of time, and he is very right when he says that if we make a change and make an improvement, well, then the scammers are just going to make improvements also. We see that every single day in the cybersecurity realm. 90% of infiltrations into a network, 90% of cybersecurity intrusions could have been prevented if somebody would have just installed patches. And I know you're like, well, patches come out constantly. There's always new updates and security updates. Well, yeah, because there's always new flaws that are getting discovered and exploited by these bad actors. So then the good guys, the, the developers of the software that you like to use, have to create patches to, 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 poke, to, you know, to patch the holes that got poked into their stuff. And a lot of times, we're able to find these things before there is a massive exploit. But once we get the word out there, once we have discovered a hole in a piece of software, a lot of times they won't they won't discuss that hole in the software. It might be from some white hat attacker or white hat hackers who are the good guys who are being paid by the companies to try to break into their software so that they can find the holes and then they can patch them. Well, these, if, if we find a hole, we're not going to go announce the hole to everybody, right? We're going to work on, let's, let's find a, a, a piece of tape that we can put over that hole to patch it. And then they're going to put out security patches. Well, if you install those security patches as soon as they're available, then most of the time you're safe from a lot of those attacks. But if you wait, the 
if, if, if we discover a zero day, what we call a zero day uh, attack or, 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 or vulnerability, where it's something that hasn't been released yet, if we discover that before the bad actors do, if we release that patch, well, now it's been announced there's a hole. The attackers can, they'll get a hold of that patch. They'll look to see what is it that it's patching. They'll reverse engineer that sucker, and then they're going to go and try and exploit that. They're going to go out and try to hit the networks based on what the latest security patches are, because now there have been new developments in the attacking world that have, that have come out. And we were the ones that let them know what it was. So that is the biggest thing that we can do is always install security patches as soon as they come out. Well, and the same thing kind of goes here. We're not installing security patches on our, our Supercell ID or on our on our Clash of Clans account. But this team of, of folks who are trying to keep the scammers out, as soon as they plug one hole, the scammers are just going to try to find a new one. And it can be a non-stop job. So, yes, I'm going to sit here and, and say, yes, Supercell, you need to improve some things. But I also am not going to just blast them because I know what a difficult job that is, and I'm encouraged to hear that they are actually working on it. So what is my takeaway from this message from Darian? My takeaway is, guys, we kind of did it, maybe. We, we got a response, right? There was an organized effort to get some response from Supercell regarding account security. We haven't seen the behind-the-scenes things going on, we don't know when whatever changes are going to take place are going to happen. But just the fact that this organized effort did, in the short term, it resulted in some silence. I, I really think that maybe they were taking our input and they were running it up the flagpole. There was a bunch of other comments that Darian made. He responded to several folks who had posted some things under his comment. And he's saying that he has sent every one of these over and sent a red flag to the guys that run Supercell ID to let's figure these things out. There were the folks who had shared stories about how they got fished, about how they found some of these guides and were able to go through and use those guides to, well, recover their own accounts. But they did it as if they were some of these attackers. All of that stuff has been sent over, right? And just the fact that we got this long response from Darian, I think that it does mean that maybe they really are devoting some of their their man hours to getting this issue fixed. So great job to the folks that are in the subreddit who have been hitting that hard, to the folks I've seen folks on Twitter, I've seen folks on uh, on on Facebook of all places, on on YouTube, and in all the Discord servers that are out there. We've gotten a little bit of, res of a response. That doesn't mean we need to take our foot off the pedal, though. Let's keep sharing the information that we have, whether it's good or bad. We want to know where is Supercell support missing the mark and where are they doing things correctly. So again, I'm, I'm going to say if you've got any good stories or if you've got any bad stories, share that stuff so that we know. We can pass that on over through the Reddit community or through whatever other communities we might have with contact with our community manager, and we can get the narrative going in the right direction, and perhaps we can make some effective changes that will help all of us out in the future. So thank you guys who have helped me in this little bit of a crusade. I then, you know, it all timing worked out that I was starting to hit on this 
right at the same time that the Reddit mods were starting to hit on it pretty heavy. And I, you know, I appreciate Rick and all of the other folks who are, who are hopping in and, and doing some good stuff. Uh, Gingerbread Recon is now in many of the Discord servers and is a co-host on their podcast and is, is hitting some of the same stuff. So thank you to everybody involved. And I look forward to seeing what sort of improvements we might be able to get in the future. Now, what else do we have going on? Well, it is CWL week. Now, the other day, I I wake up in the morning. I get up about 6, 6.30, and I have a DM waiting for me, I see. And it's from Peter, who I've already talked about once or twice on the episode, but I had a DM from Peter, and he sent me a link to a tweet from Clash of Clans, and he says, I can just hear the rant coming. I had polished off our schedules before the football started yesterday. Thanks, Supercell. The excuse being that February is a short month, the result is that they have shortened CWL by two days this month. Y'all, does that sound familiar? Why does that sound familiar? Where did we hear about shortened CWLs before? Oh, oh, I know. It was about a month ago, about well, about four weeks ago, right here on this podcast. This sucks. <laughs> Y'all, last month we spun really late in the cycle and we got stuck into a six clan league and that shortened what we were what we were doing we had 21 accounts that were going to be over there so that we could get everybody five attacks and two days off and everybody was going to have the same opportunity to get their eight medals that are or eight stars that are required to get the max medals and then we wake up just oh march 31st no march what are you doing not march it's january y'all i don't know what year it is i don't know what month it is january 31st i wake up and see this tweet from Clash of Clans right before on the first of the month that CWL registration starts. They say, hey, chief, we will have a maintenance break shortly to make some preparations for February's Clan War Leagues. Since February is a shorter month, exceptionally, we will shorten the bracket size to six clans. So clans will only do five wars. But worry not, we will be giving clans two extra bonus league medals the ones clan leaders can award the players in the war roster, in addition to more war loot, and will make it so that getting promoted will be easier and getting demoted harder than usual. Y'all, that is a load of bupkis. All right, that is just a load of bupkis. When we did it last month, we were in that six clan league. Nobody got demoted, and one person or one clan could have gotten promoted. Well, now... If my champion three clan spins with six, one is going to get promoted, but there is a shot that one's going to get demoted. Now, if you take, you know, the odds of one out of six getting demoted is, you know, that's a little bit better than two out of six getting demoted. But given our recent past history of subpar attacking in CWL, I think our odds of getting demoted would have just increased. We had no shot of getting demoted last month, and now we've got a shot of getting demoted. And only a few accounts, or only a few clans, are going to stay right where they are. And you still have to get eight stars to get max medals. So how am I supposed to spread this out? How many, 
how many accounts am I supposed to take into Clan War League where we are only going to get five wars and I've got all these Town Hall 14s that are still trying to get to max. What am I supposed to do? How are we supposed to handle this? I don't even know. Uh, Supercell, I know that there's somebody in Finland that's listening because that shows up on my my reports on my podcast and i'm pretty sure it's still just ou it's not actually anybody from supercell but regardless can can we adjust the max war what the stars that you need to get the max stuff so that that maybe we can spread these around a little bit better i hope that this is not the new normal i like the week-long thing right i like having eight clans in there and then you get the seven wars it's just it's been great CWL has been a great addition to the game. This shortened thing for us, two months in a row now, sucks. Uh, so here it is about halfway through the first. We still aren't exactly sure which clans we're running. We've got to figure out how many how many accounts we're going to put in which clans and where they're going to go. It's just mess. So if you guys are having some of those same problems, I, I feel for you. Uh, we had it happen to us last month, so the fact that we're all now having to deal with it this month, maybe that prepped us a little bit more. Or, you know, whatever. We were going to spin earlier so that we didn't get stuck with that. Then again, maybe we spin late again. Maybe we wait until late tomorrow, and we can get stuck in a league with only four clans. Yeah, there we go. And then nobody gets demoted. Oh, wait, but then there would be no way unless we get a bunch of triples to get those eight stars needed for the max max medals. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know. So Peter, there's your rant. Thank you for, um, for having that sitting there waiting for me when I woke up, I had notification from Twitter and a notification from discord all about the same thing. All right. Enough about my complaints about CWL the last couple months, we will figure it out. It'll be fine. It'll, it'll all be just fine. Spooker's Legend League Challenge is underway now. Uh, we're on day two. And this month's challenge was to see who can push highest in this first week of the Legend League season using 25 bowlers. Guys, I've, I've been down pretty low in the, the trophy rankings for quite a while. Had been out of practice with some of these different style of hits and most specifically out of practice against, Oh, you know, max bases that actually have defending CCs and are set up to defend really well. So I, I pushed my way back up. I got it back up to legend league, uh, the night before the season reset, or maybe it was the day before that, but I got back up there, did okay. And then the challenge starts. Now, when I was doing my little bit of push to get back up to legend league, I was going through several different bowler armies. Now, Jesse's challenge, and this was based on, you know, Darian's input to the challenge this month being bowlers. The challenge is 25 bowlers. We have to use 25 bowlers. Guys, bowlers are squishy. I don't even know what's going on. Um, I, I've been trying like this queen charge. Oh, I'm taking a queen charge. I'm taking, I started, you know, taking a blizzard and then a bunch of bowlers trying to, and I don't know. I was doing all kinds of craziness. And I would... I would have the queen charge going. All right, got the queen going. Let's get her doing her thing. And then I would funnel off another side. All right, got this funnel going. So that means my bowlers are going to go in. I got some you know, wall breakers and a jump spell or whatever to get them into the core of the base. And I'm like, all right, I dropped the bowlers. Good. Let's go check on the queen. I would go check on the queen, drop a rage spell on her so she can get through whatever she's going through. Slide back over the other side of the base. And all my 
All my bowlers are gone. Where did the bowlers go? Where did they go? Guys, bowlers are squishy. So my first day in this Legend League Challenge, I, I finished below 5,000. It was terrible. I had a couple one-stars, and then even my two-stars were abysmal. And I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. With this challenge, what we have to do is we take screenshots of our of our attack log showing that we use the 25 bowlers, and then we post those onto Spoker's Discord server. And everybody is split into different groups so that it's not everybody putting them all on the same channels. It helps helps Jesse organize things so when he's actually going in to validate stuff, it's a little bit easier for him. So all I see is the couple folks who are in the same group as me putting in their attack log. And there was one dude that he did awesome. There's somebody else that got like 280, 280 trophies using 25 bowlers. How? How did he go plus 280 using 25 bowlers? I will never know. But I see the guys in my group. There's one guy he's doing all right. There's another dude's like, whoa, this sucked. That I was my response was, hey, uh, Steve, don't worry because when you see my log, it's going to make you look good because I was absolutely terrible. I've been just out of practice. I honestly don't remember the last time I used bowlers. I think I used them when the Super Bowler came out, tried some of those and was like, meh, Super Bowler's not that great. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to do a a bowler heavy army. I got to figure something out, y'all. I have got to make a change. There's no way that I'm going to finish in the top three of this challenge. So I'm not going to get paid to bank, but the guys who do finish in the top three, there's, there's like over a hundred dollars in prizes that are going to be given away in this challenge to the top three folks. And then there's going to be a friendly war at the end. So we'll, maybe we'll have some bragging rights uh, at the end of the friendly war. So I'm making some changes. I'm not going to be doing the blizzard anymore because well, I've been, I've just been, uh, I've been ruined way too many times doing that. I am not hero. I cannot blizzard everything. So I've got to come up with some other ideas on how to make, 25 bowlers work so i think i'm going to i verified with jesse i'm allowed to use some in the cc and have that count towards the 25 total and i think i'm going to adjust what i'm doing and maybe take a flame flinger i might still keep the the queen charge uh, i'm not sure if i'm going to do a, a hero sui yet or not we'll see what, I, what i'm going to do but right now i'm starting off with a with a, a queen charge or maybe a warden walk depending on what the base looks like i've got the healer set up and we're going to go from there. So so wish me luck. Uh, if anybody's listening to the podcast is also in this challenge, tag me in Jesse's server and let me know that there's somebody else that is struggling through this with me. And let me know who the other podcast fans are that are doing this challenge. Because, guys, this this is awful. Uh, last month was Baby Dragons, and I've got to think that Baby Dragons was okay. I don't know. The first month was Barch, which... Barch, yes, we know that barbs and archers are squishy, but that, that's what they're supposed to be. I was I was honestly surprised at how few hit points these massive bowlers have and how vulnerable they are to splash damage. That it, in the time it takes me to you know scroll over to one side and drop a rage on my queen, all my bowlers are dead. So I've added some tanks to try to protect them. Yeah. Well, let's see. Let's see what's going on. So this is also going to impact my standings in the Clash Files Family Legend League push because I'm going to be a week behind everybody else. So my goal is to still finish up there towards the top. I don't know that I'm going to be number one. I, I'm not really that great of a, a pusher, so we'll see what happens. I do still have a couple bases that haven't been burnt, so maybe they'll work for me later on in the league. Right now, 
you've kind of just got to run a, a ring style base in hopes that you get an attacker that is, you know, one of these noobs to Legend League and doesn't know how to hit that base. I had one defensive win so far today and a defensive one star, and then I proceeded to get a 48% zero star on one of my attacks because of um, because of reasons, and those reasons are I suck at Blizzard and I got baited by a tornado trap that pulled my blimp away right as I was dropping the invisibility spell and pulled everything one tile one tile out of the invisibility spell and then all of my super wizards got destroyed by a scatter shot so it, it is what it is um it's it's not fun well actually it is fun because you know we're, we're trying new things and it's it's the opportunity to get to use some troops that i don't always use so in that you know in that instance it, it is still kind of fun so I hope that next month, maybe some more of you guys will come on over and join this challenge. I don't know what the troops are going to be, and that's that's what makes it good, is, is not knowing what's going to happen until the very end when he announces it. What other events we have going on? We've got the Tiger Mountain Challenge that I've still not even attempted yet. I looked at, I kind of looked over the base and saw what kind of troops are there, but I have not... Um, you know, I've honestly not, not even attempted that yet. So I've got five days left. So hopefully I will go ahead and, and knock that out. It'll be worth, what is what is the prize on that? A research potion? So I'm full on research potions. So that'll just be some more gems going into the bank. Um, yeah, we've got Metal Militia and Bullseye that are still going on for, oh, about 12 hours. Uh, so that's to use P.E.K.K.A. And the other one is to use Super Archers. Um, by the time this comes out and by the time people listen to this, this is going to be over. But if you are somebody who has not completed the Bullseye Challenge, then all you need for that is to use one Super Archer. Ping me on Discord. I have Super Archers boosted um, through the end of this day on one of my mini accounts on my Town Hall 12. If you need some Super Archers to complete the event, ping me and, and send me an invite on my 12 and I'll come over and donate you however many Super Archers you need to get that finished. Uh, it's only worth a Power Potion, uh, which, again, turns into gems. But, you know what? Uh, that, that's that's what we do here. Our goal is to help the community out. So if you need the Super Archers and don't have anybody to boost them, because not very many people boost Super Archers right now, um, although I do I do really enjoy them on Town Hall 11. I haven't tried them yet on the Town Hall 12 I've just had them boosted so that I can donate, but that is going to be what I do tonight. I'm going to do some uh, Super Archer Zap Witch on the Town Hall 12 and see if it works as well at Town Hall 12 as it did at Town Hall 11. And just to use them up and finish that event. So again, hit me up if you need some. I've got them, and I'm willing to travel. So there is that. So let's... Let's move on now to some story time. I got some good comments about some of the stories that I told last week. And this is Clashing in Traffic. So we just talked about Clash of Clans. Let's talk about some more traffic stories and the car stories, guys. But it still does, it still kind of relates to Clash of Clans. We'll, we'll get there. F stay with me here. This this will be, well, it could be fun. We'll see what happens. Guys, I was born in the late 70s, grew up as a child in the 80s. How many of us who grew up in the 80s didn't want a black Pontiac Trans Am? You know what I'm talking about, right? What am I talking about? What TV show but Knight Rider? 
And how many of us did not want to cruise around in kit? That was like the ultimate cool thing. Now, <laughs> here's here's where it, it, it's kind of funny, is that show was so incredibly campy and corny and stupid. <laughs> My wife and I, uh, we're, we're both grew up around the same time, and I'm, I'm a, a couple years older than her. But apparently we both loved Knight Rider as kids. And all of a sudden, one day, you know, we're, we're cruising through our streaming services trying to find something to watch uh, because, you know, everybody's already watched everything there is to stream, right? And it doesn't seem like there's very much good TV that's actually getting produced on TV right now. So we're all going back to old stuff. All the old stuff that's on, well, and some new stuff, but all the stuff that's on the streaming services. And Netflix recommends Knight Rider. And my wife, she says, wow, you know, I used to love that show. I was like, me too, right? And we decided, let's go back and watch Knight Rider. The old school, not, there was a couple new ones that they released later on. We haven't gotten there yet. We're, I'm talking the old, I think it was 19, what, 82, 83. Season one, where Kit still got the solid red little panel in there when he, when his voice would come on, when, when Mr. Feeney would talk, right? And uh, it is just so incredibly corny most of the time but we love it i'm like how did i love how did i you know love this so much as a kid and think it was the greatest show ever anybody else there with me that when you were a kid you used to love that show now as an adult i'm watching this and the things that always struck me as a kid was how did that car drive itself you know we see it cruising down the road without a driver in the driver's seat it was the most amazing thing i thought for sure kit was real and now as an adult going back and watching this, man, you can totally see the dude sitting there. He's like wearing a seat covered thing over his head, but you can still see his arms and his hands. And anytime there's any sort of stunts or anything where it comes around a corner and does a little fishtail or a 180 degree turn or whatever, the dude that's driving that car is clearly a couple inches shorter and much bigger than the Hoff. Now, the Hoff is the Hoff. He's awesome, but hey, apparently he didn't doesn't really actually have those driving skills. Um, and and the dude's also you know their stunt driver who doesn't always have to drive stunts because a lot of the driving is pretty simple, really. But you can tell the dude is wearing a Hoff wig also. But <laughs> as a kid, it was the greatest thing ever. Well, wife and I got to talking one night and we were talking about Knight Rider and that's when we started watching it. And all of a sudden I'm sitting there watching the show and I paused it and I looked over at my wife and I said, I just remembered something. I got to sit in the driver's seat of Kit. When I was a little kid, I got to sit in the driver's seat of Kit. I don't remember all of the details. I don't remember. I think it was on tour going around touring places and you could go in and pay some money to go in and, uh, and, and sit in the driver's seat of Kit and, and whatever. Well, my, my dad had a friend, and I think all of our dads have that friend. The guy that's got all the get-rich-quick schemes, the guy that seems to know a little bit about everything. And this guy really did have some connections to things. I've got some other stories that maybe I'll share eventually down the road uh, about some things this guy hooked up for me when I was a kid that was, that was pretty awesome. But this guy did have some ins 
into the movie and TV industry. He was what was known as a wrangler, um, and he would work with animals. He didn't himself own all the animals, but he would work with movie sets and then his friends who owned animals. My dad was a, was a horse trainer. My mom's a dog trainer, and we've got friends that do all kinds of stuff. My mom has sold dogs to the uh, U.S. Customs Service to do drug sniffing stuff and work at airports as bomb sniffing dogs, and dad has trained horses for you know, rodeos and horse shows and, and all this stuff. So we had some connections there through him and his business getting animals hooked up with TV shows and movies. And there's some stories about movies and TV shows later on that we'll talk about. But somehow he got hooked up with a production company that was touring Kit. And he hooked me up with the ability to sit in a driver's seat of Kit. I was probably, I don't know, seven, eight years old. And that was just the coolest thing in the world. Now, I was a little upset that when I would ask him questions, I seemed to get the same two or three responses. It's almost like... It's almost like there was just a voice box in there with like five or six pre-recorded options. And those were the only things that, that he would answer. You know, it's almost like that magic eight ball thing. You know, it always seems like you get the same answers over and over. But I did get to talk to Kit, got to sit in the driver's seat. And I thought that was pretty cool. And, and my wife looks at me and she goes, you have never been hotter in all of your life. <laughs> That's all it took was knowing that I sat in the driver's seat of Kit as a little kid. Now, keep that in mind, the next day, I'm perusing through Reddit on the Clash of Clans subreddit, and there was a guy, actually in the Clash of Clans recruit subreddit, there was a guy that says, Max Town Hall 14, he's searching for a clan, and he says, like, I don't, I don't want any of these copy and paste things. Guys, that is one of my pet peeves. I can't stand the way that some clans recruit. They've got these novels that they write about, here's everything about our clan and our clan family and our requirements, and this clan does this, and this clan does this, and this clan... And by the time you scroll through this thing, it's like my eyes have glazed over, and I really I really don't care. Give me the give me the, the bluff, the bottom line up front. Give me the, the TLDR, the too long don't read, too long didn't read. Give me just a quick blurb about your clan, right? And this guy was kind of along the same lines. He's like, I don't care about all of your long-winded requirements. Tell me something interesting about yourself or something interesting about your clan. I don't want to know about your requirements. I don't want to know about this or that. He was a max 14. He was going to have met everybody's requirements, right? Tell me something interesting. And it was kind of cool because there were people that were playing along in there. People that were giving, you know, silly stories about themselves trying to, to elicit a response. So I was like, hey, Here's my clan. Something interesting about myself. I once sat in the driver's seat of Kit. I thought for sure that was going to be it. There was no way that dude was going to look at any other clan. He was going to read that. And I had that moment like like Ralphie in the Christmas story where he was thinking through. He wrote that theme about he wanted that Red Rider BB gun and he turned it into his teacher. And he's got that daydream going about A plus, plus, plus. And... Y'all, that dude shot my eye out. He didn't even respond. How could you not how? How could you not respond to that? So, if anybody out there is looking for a new clan, just know if you want to be associated with somebody who once sat in a TV show prop car, I am your man. Come check out the Knights of Zion or Eden's Edge, and you will be in the presence of somebody who may or may not have sat in the same seat as the Hoff. Does it get any cooler than that? 
we're probably going to have an influx of German guys that are trying to get into the clan now. And that's fine. I'm, I'm of German descent, like, you know, many, many generations separated from that, but I'm of German descent. We can handle that. I like some, some good German food, but what kind of interesting story would you have told? What thing would you have said about yourself or interesting thing about your clan that was out of the ordinary? How do you go about recruiting people without writing up or doing this copy paste of this novel that all of them seem to look the same, right? Everybody wants unrushed town hall 13 or above town hall 12 or above town hall, blah, 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 must be able to. No, don't, don't give me that. Give me something fun about you. Something fun about your clan. Give me a short little blurb. That's going to catch my attention and leave me wanting more because that's, what's going to, that's to me, that's, what's going to make me want to ask more questions. If you give me all the information like, Oh, okay. That's all their information. I don't need to ask any more questions, but if you give me something interesting and leave me wanting to ask questions, maybe I'll, maybe I'll engage more. I don't know. It's been a long time since I went looking for a clan and now that clan recruiting stuff is so stupid at the moment. That's what we've, that's what we've turned to is these big long winded posts. What does work for you? What does work to get people's attention? I'm trying to get people into my clans. And we have the benefit of, of having a YouTuber in the clan, which, which helps give us a little bit of, you know, a little bit of extra folks that are trying to get in, but not really that much. Uh, I, I was listening again, pineapples and thorns was talking about their family in the clash files family about how they've got several clans that are full and they've got way more clans than we do in our little family. We just run a couple but I want to know what works and what are the interesting things and, and what sort of story would you have told this guy to try to get his attention? Could be fun guys. It could be fun, but yeah, if you want to join a clan with somebody who might've sat in the same seat as the Hoff, let me know. Hit me up on discord. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I think that is going to be just about it. Maybe a little bit shorter this week, but that's because I've got to go figure out what to do about CWL now. I've also got to figure out what sort of attack to use for the re remaining attacks that I have left in this Legend League challenge with all these stupid bowlers. Got any, any ideas of how I can use 25 stupid bowlers against Legend League bases and still somehow pull out guaranteed two stars? Give me some ideas because I am at a loss. All right, guys. Well, I hope everybody does well in this shortened CWL. I hope that you're able to finish all of these events and, and claim all your awards and whatnot. And thank you again to the folks who have provided feedback towards this account security issue that we're seeing. Thank you to my fellow podcast hosts out there who are listening and, and following suit and trying to get on board with this campaign to improve account security. Can't wait for the next episodes of other podcasts that are out there. If you don't listen to the other podcasts that are out there, please. Go, go check them out. This should definitely not be the only Clash Clans podcast you listen to. Of all of them out there, this is like, I'm, I'm like the, the single A tier, guys. Go check out some of the other guys. You know that every my, my intro to every episode, for as long as I'll have this little sponsored segment going, always talks about and shouts out my buddies over at Clash on the Potty. Give, give them a listen. Uh, the Clash Files family, we've got Married to Clash and Pineapples and Thorns. Uh, P&T got shouted out several times on, on this episode. Uh, my buddy Hero over at The Only Clash Podcast. That, you know, maybe his is the only Clash Podcast out there. Uh, but Hero in Wizard of Woo. <laughs> Wizard, I love that name. I'm just go say it. I love that name. Uh, again, kid from the 80s, you know you, you know who, who what Woo is. Right? Anyway, 
but, but go give those guys a listen. Uh, if you want to partake in some of their shenanigans, they're a part of the Crystal to Join family of, uh, the, with that podcast uh, with C-Note and Carl. And who am I missing? Oh, Clash Living, right? Clash Living is one of the newest podcasts that we have out there. He is His is interesting because he is going along. He started a brand new account in episode one and has been talking about his progress from Town Hall 1 all the way up through. So his is, is more from the new player perspective, which which I kind of like. He's got some some interesting stuff. Uh, not rushing anything, including Builder Base. Man, that is that is just awful. I am not rushing Builder Base on my Town Hall 12's Builder Base. It's a max... I just reached max Builder Hall 7, so it's now a new Builder Hall 8, and have maxed everything, including walls. That is not the way to go if you want to unlock auto and actually do something that helps your home village. Maxing Builder Base is not smart, but I appreciate this guy trying to go along and show every single upgrade. I did that on one of my accounts. He's doing it too, so uh, give him a listen as well. And I think... The last of them is going to be a Reddit Talks Clash. The and I, I gave them a shout out last week, the week before, after they did their very first episode. I think that's the last of the major podcasts that we have out there, right? At least the ones on my subscribe list. If I miss somebody, oh my word, th that would be awful. So let's see, who did I miss? Well, clearly Clash Tips, and I've already talked about those guys several times, right? I mean, Clash Tips is one of my favorite guys. They, they get talked about nearly every single episode. Um, and some of the old ones that are no longer making stuff, making new episodes, uh, including Clash Life. We just had Marshman come back to Knights of Zion. So thank you for coming on back, Marshman. But guys, don't let this be the only Clash of Clans podcast you listen to. If you're, if you're taking the time to listen to one, go check out some of the others because there's some really good content out there in all of them. We all have different perspectives. We all have a different spot in this community. And I think we've got some good some good coverage of everything so go give those guys all a listen uh, and i want to shout out my fellow co-leaders in the klaus gaming community you guys uh are, are we've all had some craziness go on over the holidays all kinds of things we've got several people who have moved or are in the in the throes of getting ready to move uh, some of them across country some of them just across town but life has been busy and we're still making things happen in our little clan family. So you guys keep pressing on. I love hanging out with each and every one of you. And really it's, it's a highlight of my day when I get to, to chat in leader chat with these guys. And uh, I, I'm really being able to call these guys good friends and have thoroughly enjoyed every moment of it guys until next week. I hope that each and every one of you are staying safe and having some fun while you're out there playing in traffic. Bye for now.